0: Information
1: is power.
0: Tell the truth.
1: How's everybody? This is Information Man. Uh, Welcome to the Information Man podcast broadcast thank you i will be um doing many of these type of broadcasts Podcasts about a variety of different issues you know i have the youtube channel I also have the podcasting channel if you happen to be listening to this on spreaker uh go over check out my youtube channel it's in the description of my profile on spreaker and it will click you right into my youtube channel and Go right ahead and subscribe to that. You are
0: listening to Information Man. Please make sure to subscribe to his channel.
1: Yeah, I definitely would appreciate that. And if you are a person who's uh, someone who's been following the YouTube channel, if you go up in the page of my of my channel uh, over to the right side, you will see the links. You have my Facebook to my show page. You have my Instagram. But you also have a connection to my speaker podcast where you can come over and listen to what I'm doing over in the podcasting area Um, and uh, the material will be fresh material I'm going to try to see if I can make the material a little different from the material I do on YouTube so that it gives people different types of material that they can listen to watch what have you Um, every now and then I might take some of these podcasts and put them on my YouTube channel if it's really compelling because I think uh, and this may be one of them, because today what I want to do this evening, this uh, this day, this night, wherever you are in the world, uh, I want to touch on uh, depression in African-American men. This is an area that I don't think is being touched on enough, not being talked about. Um, I was doing a show not too long ago uh, after we found out about John Singleton. Unfortunately, his passing, John Singleton's passing. Uh, a tragic situation as you know John single passed away from a stroke Um, and we know that hypertension is something that is very um, big in, in impacting African American men we have the highest number in that area and as I was speaking on that show I also brought up the issue that you have a lot of black men who are engaging in suicide and that we are now growing in, in, in numbers statistically in terms of suicide. Now I know you would say well suicide is not something that black people engage in. That's not something that's a part of our culture our background, our history um, suicide is a big deal. Let me just let you know 17, let me just say this to you right now depression is one of the most common mental disorders in the United States today it affects a estimate of seventeen million people each year. And guess what? Black people are part of that seventeen million. Now we don't have a history outright of just suicide. It's never been a really big part of our profile as a people. But what I'm learning is that it's starting to increase or it is increasing amongst black men. And I believe that it's happening because black men and men in general, but black men specifically, we are dying silently. We are dying without people caring about us. We live in a society where we deal with racism, prejudice, preconceived notions of who we are. Uh, and as men, we grow up with an attitude that if there's no pain and there's no game, suck it up. Don't show emotions because you are a man. Uh, as a man and as a black man, we, we, we grow up in a society in which we are supposed to be the provider, the leader, uh, the protector of our family. And as a man... In general, there's so many roles that you have to play. Uh, Then there's the fear of rejection. As men, you grow up, you want to get married. You want a relationship. Quite obviously, you want to be with attractive and beautiful women. And there's also the anxiety of being turned down, being rejected. Maybe you're not tall enough. Maybe you're not as handsome enough. Maybe you're not muscular enough. Maybe you don't drive the right car. Maybe you're not a professional athlete or a top athlete in school uh, maybe you don't have the gift for gab, you don't have what they would call the swagger. Uh, maybe you, you just don't have it. And that's a pressure that men also grow up with when it comes to the opposite sex, whether they will be accepted. And then when we are lucky enough to find that right mate or, or, or engage with a woman that's interested in us, then there's another part, another set of rules that are placed on us as men. One, you have to be a provider, you have to be a great lover. You have to be romantic. You have to be funny, witty on top of yourself, Uh, a protector once again of the family, a great provider. Have a nice car, have a house, have some finances in the bank. These are a lot of the things that men in general have to deal with psychologically uh, growing up in American society and I believe around the world. But black men, we have these pressures plus the pressures of going out into the world, hoping that when we go out for employment, that we will be judged on the content and our character and our background and our not our color of our skin. Um, Let me just go here and say this, that, that these are the things that we have to deal with as black men. Because even if we go to school, get education, there's that thing called that glass ceiling. Now you would say, well, wait a minute, Info. Hey, what about us going into business? Not depending on a job, you know? Well, there's even been data that shows over the years through history how black men in particular have been redlined out of opportunities when it comes to getting a bank loan for a home or to go into business for yourself. So even in that arena, even for those of you out there that are successful in business, you have your own business, but you may be one that has been successful, but there are other black men out there who have had a hard time trying to get their business off the ground with not being able to get bank loans as their white counterparts can do. And they may not have a certain amount of collateral uh, that, they're, that they're looking for. And these are the things that we deal with. as institutionalized racism. I know when I was in college, I know for a fact that I got grades that I did not deserve. I knew that the professor uh, was biased towards me and what have you. Now, as black men throughout our history, where to be going from the Civil War to Revolutionary War, black men in general, black people, have had to deal with a lot of diversity. Okay, Adversity in our life. You look at us coming out of slavery into reconstruction. Reconstruction was supposed to be something that was supposed to make us whole. They cut that loose. You got the 40 acres and a mule. Um that didn't happen. You had black men that were got involved in sharecropping and got ripped off in that. Black men who've had an inventions stolen. Black men that have had land taken from them. So, these are the sort of things as 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 a, as a as, as a people that we've had to deal with. Um and these are just facts these are just realities okay tell the truth now let me let me go on here and talk more about this thing about mental health that we as black men have to stay on top because if you are depressed that can lead to you feeling suicidal uh, being depressed depression is is nothing more than anger turned on itself what do you do when you're depressed you withdraw from society you withdraw from family friends You don't sometimes have the energy that it takes to get up and do activities like exercise, go to movies, engage with people socially. You tend to withdraw yourself and turn that anger on yourself. That's an example of what depression is. Now, I work in mental health. I've done it for many years now, 17 years. I work with guys in the prison industrial complex system. I deal with black men in particular who are suffering with mental health issues. And the goal is to stabilize them, get them treatment, help them to build their coping skills. So a lot of times when you're dealing with depression, it's because you haven't utilized the mechanisms to cope with that depression. And it goes back to what I said, exercise, engaging with people. And it's very tough. Um, The worst thing you could do when you're depressed is stay in your bed and sleep. Because all you're gonna do is spiral down further in your depression. Because when you have a lack of activity, And you're just sleeping. You're just going to continue to be more and more depressed. Okay, and I'm just being honest about this. Information is power. Now, the projections about depression have generated concern on both domestic and global levels because of it. It's an it's it impact. It's impact on health outcomes and quality of life. Okay, quality of life. We examine now in this article I'm gonna be looking at here, it talks about examining and summarizing and published research. So they've done published research which focus on depression amongst African American men with the goal of identifying preventative measures of how to deal with the the depression and risk factors that are also involved, okay, with depression. Treatment and seeking behavior and treatment seeking barriers so like I said coping skills is one of the things you have to replace it your your depression with something to boost you out of that depression something that helps you cope when things are not going right in your life and as men um unlike women but um I'm hearing that women's not all women are necessarily taking care of their mental health but I know that we as black men we need to take care of ourselves we're hearing about people passing away, I'm going to play a clip from Mario Van Peoples as it relates to John Singleton but let me go further into this, uh, so this is this is the, fo- the focus is summarized, published, re- research focused on depression amongst African American men with the goal of identifying and preventing depression risk factors treatment seeking behavior and treatment seeking barriers in the use of systematic review Inclusive criteria were Studies focused on depression Amongst African American men or black Men separated Analysis by race And gender and Conducted in the United States Each Study Was critically reviewed To identify depression Prevalence risk Factors treatment seeking behaviors And barriers once again as I Repeat only 19 empirical studies focused on depression amongst African-American men were identified, identified in, uh, let me see, identified in a 25-year time span. Findings suggest the prevailing, the pervasiveness of depression amongst African-American men range from 5% to 10%. They face a number of risk factors yet Evidence, low use of mental health service. So the evidence is showing that uh, in this study that he did, that black men, we are really utilizing mental health services at an all time low. And it's actually killing us because we're dying silent in pain. We've got to we've got to look after ourselves as black men. We have to take care of ourselves. Um, I know we deal with so many pressures in this society, but we've got to take care of ourselves.
0: Tell the truth.
1: All right. And I want to thank everybody out there that's supporting the show. I really appreciate the support. Now, like I said, the fine suggests. Now, consequently, depression among African-American men needs to be at the forefront of, of the research, of our research. So they're saying that there needs to be more research into it. Because uh, black men, we are suffering from mental health. It's not just something that other people suffer from. OK, now, practice and outreach agendas. Very important. Practice and outreach agenda. That meaning that they, they want to figure out ways that they can get mental health treatment to black men. And I, I understand that history, the medical establishment has never been a friend to African-American men in this society. And I and I get that. Um, you go back and you look at this, uh, a, what I would call, excuse me, the Tuskegee experiment where they gave black men syphilis. Um, black men had been diagnosed with, with a variety of different uh, symptoms that weren't false. Black men had been injected with stuff. We've been experimented on left and right. And that causes anxiety and stress. And it causes us to have a fear and a distrust Um, when it comes to the quote-unquote medical establishment in this world we live in. And the focus of, now, let me just go here, the outreach agents. Now, it goes on to say, a focus on the group has a potential to reduce mental health disparities experienced by African-American men. So if you can study it, understand what's affecting black men, while at the same time creating potential uh, outreach programs create agendas to attack the mental health problems you can decrease that and in decreasing that you're going to decrease i you're going to decrease uh suicidal suicidal behavior and successful suicides because black men are steadily in this society increasing on the uprise of suicidal behavior or engaging in suicide now this is the key word folks African-American men, depression, racial discrimination, works, stress, retirement, socioeconomic positions, property, social networks, mental illness, alcohol abuse, Afrocentric cultural values. Depression is one of the most common mental disorders, and each year depression affects an estimated 17 million people. As I said before, I'm, I'm repeating that because it's affecting 17 million people and black males, we are a part of that 17 million. Let me, uh, let me this is the area I want to go into. Although projects about depression published by the WHO have generated concerns about depression on a domestic and global level, and resulting in an increase in epidemiological and interventions research on depression. A focus on depression among African American men is missing from the research literature. Okay. Watkins Green River in Roseville, two thousand six. Okay, did a research. There was research gap. These these are doctors who who discovered the research gap by committing they committed to research in the areas are fewer than none so there's just not enough a lot of research as it relates to depression as it, as it relates to black men and, and i can understand that because we live in a society where uh, we're looked at as a throwaway people we're looked at as the invisible man remember the, the book in the movie spook the Six next to the door or you had ralph ellison's uh invisible man black people and black men in particular are seen as invisible in this society therefore out of that invisibility comes no concern for our health issues uh for what we go through physically spiritually and mentally however we live in a society that has never had any problems with pretty much experimenting on us
0: tell the truth
1: and that's something that we're going to have to really uh closely examine um because if we don't start looking at this as a people uh, this is gonna. It's, it's impacting us. It's just the bottom line. We are impacted by this. Now, let me go on and say here: in an extensive review of the literature, only one review was found that focused on depression amongst African American men in this society. This is a. This is a damn shame. It's thunderously a damn shame. The truth. So there's only one, only one research review on African American men. In this review, articles, hmm, the renewal research examined depression amongst. So there's only been one literature. And this is literally a damn shame, folks. Now the purpose of this article that I'm looking at right now is it states is that to critically review published empirical studies focused on depression of African American men so this is very interesting in the it okay now let me see it presents African American men and black men are used interchangeably and referred to as individuals of African ancestry born in, okay so this is the Background research that they're talking about identifying black men in conclusion and ex- criteria eligible studies include those focused primarily on African American men and black men, as well as those that separate the, the analysis by race and ethnic background. Hmm. Let me look at something else, too. So, I just read over an article. I glanced I kind of summarized some things there were some things there were some items that I repeated but I think it was important so let me just say this the bottom line there's only been one review study on black men as it relates to depression there's not a whole lot of literature or data out there it's a damn shame but it shows you that we live in a society where no one really cares about us our health or what's important um let me look at this. There's another article that I found called Why Black Men Face Greater Mental Health Challenges. Okay. Now, it goes into a variety of areas that I've touched on about emotions. The emotions um, stigma. It's an emotional stigma that black men um, are something fewer often have been talked about. Most notably, um, there is a guy that goes by the name an author. He goes by the name Bale Hook. Okay. He has a book called We real cool black men and masculinity in that book. He discusses the lack of love and acceptance that black men face, creating a emotional crisis for black men. Many men have not been told how to process and talk about their emotions, experiencing further, a furthering sense of isolation Anger and reassessment. Now check this out. Black men, we do deal with anger in this society. And You know why? Because nobody listens to us. This is why when you look at um, social mediums like YouTube, even what I'm doing right now, podcasting, these are the only avenues in some cases for black men to express ourselves. This is why you will have channels like it's why you will have the manosphere on YouTube. Um, black men have a chance to kind of speak to our issues because we're living in a world as men in general where male spaces are being invaded. You know, uh, when I grew up, you had the you had the it was the boys club. And then it went from being the boys club to being manifested into called the being called the boys and girls club. Now, I don't want to sound sexist here, but if I'm not mistaken, when I was growing up, you already had a girls club. So the boys club was really a place for young men to have a place to grow, develop and have men nurturing and building their self-esteem up through sports, through camping, through mentorship. And today you have the boys and girls club. It's a different world we live in, but I, I really believe that it's important to have male spaces. okay for those men this creates a emotional vulnerability that can sometimes manifest in seeing shut down feeling isolated anger and what happens is you shut down and when you shut down you do not speak to people you do not engage people you do not socially interact that and once again that leads you to isolate yourself that leads to anger and according to the data that I have here, it shows that black men, it will cause black men to shut down when it comes to relationships and friendships. So for women out there, particularly black women, you know, when you wonder what, what's wrong with black men, why are black men not doing this and not doing that? Why is, why are black men not connecting um, in relationships? Why do we have a hard time with quote unquote commitment, you may say? Um, well, a lot of black men are dealing with depression, uh, stress from the society that we live in, and that will manifest itself in anger, isolation, emotional withdrawal, which can impact their partner. If you are with, if you're married, if you have a girlfriend, it can impact the relationships that you have with women. And one of the things that we have to understand when men come home from work, i think it's important for women to understand this we don't want to hear a bunch of bickering we want to pretty when a man especially a black man comes home from work he simply wants to take a bath a shower relax maybe eat and use tact maybe talk to him about what's going on after he's had a chance to relax when a black man comes home dealing with this world we have to deal with and we're being bombarded uh, that can also turn us off from wanting to engage our significant other our wife our girlfriend And um, I think it's important, and I think people don't understand this because in our society, black men are made to be what what I would call um, super masculine, right? Our sexuality has been attacked in movies, in television, and when they do portray a black man as masculine, it's over-the-top masculinity, over-the-top, okay? It's masculinity that does not represent who we are, you know? And through his and historically, they've always portrayed black men as pimps and robbers and hustlers in mass media, whether it be movies, uh, and we do have to control our own image. But this does not negate that this also impacts our mental health. Okay, at worst, when black men are angry and withdrawn and feeling depressed, at worst. It resent the resentment. The resentment can manifest in outward expressions of anger, aggression, and even violence. This is discussed further in this is a guy who um, has a book called Charlie Danielson and Randy Flood's book of masculinity understanding and healing. Mm, of the American man, of American manhood. So this is something that, you know, American manhood comes in many different packages. But for black men, we deal with so many uh, challenges. Now, some would say, oh, you're making excuses. But no, this is basically laying out realities that is happening in our society.
0: Tell the truth.
1: Okay, now, many men struggle with the idea of being open, openly vulnerable, and sharing their emotions. And for those who grew up as sensitive boys, they are often subject to ridicule and shamed for what are natural and healthy expressions of emotions. Black men face unique challenges and the most of what is most prized about them, many being their looks, our looks, our bodies, but rarely ever their intellect and emotional intelligence. So historically, when you look at slavery, you know, black men have gone from being called, you know, bucks and mendingo warriors Uh, we've always been coveted for our physicality uh, in slavery, making us work. So black men have been admired for their physicality, but intelligence is the area that no one really wants to look at. So even, you know, like for example, when you have black men who are highly intelligent, sometimes they're being called nerds, they're not being accepted. And even in the black community, you have to ask yourself, how much is excellence within the black community in these urban settings I mean and then when you go into the urban setting how much is intelligence in terms of book intelligence how much is that really seen as important when you uh, look at black men in these communities what we deem our stereotype as the Pookie and Ray Ray who are more the aggressive masculine what you would call over masculine type of guys who may get the girls who may be seen as the coveted heroes of the neighborhood or maybe the danger to the neighborhood. Um, I heard a brother say when I was listening to a YouTube channel that why is it that when you have a brother who came up as a drug dealer who had struggle and he changes his life around and he becomes a businessman or something successful like that, that brother is more praised because, in fact, that brother went through some type of struggle, and some tribulation. He was an ex-criminal, right? When you look at through history, you look at Malcolm X, you look at many uh, leaders who might have had a pretty um, shady background. They're revered. But the black brother who grew up as a kid, never went to jail, never did any type of crime, who pretty much followed the rules, went to school, did all the right things. He may not be as revered, even though he may have the same intelligence, if not more than the brother who came from the streets. Or the brother who had a pretty shady background and cleaned himself up. Um, I, I think I believe I was listening to the O'Shea Duke Jackson show when he had a brother on there who made that statement and I thought that was a profound statement. Had a lot of truth to it. And I had to uh, definitely Tell the agree truth. with what the brother was saying. Now, let me move on with this and say that black men face a unique challenge in that most of what is most prized about them I'm going to say it again is the physicality as I said before these things are often deemed too soft for any black man to experience delivering the message that if you are those things then you must change and change fast so if you are a black man who is sensitive you're in touch with who you are you're, you're, you're utilizing your intelligence not just your body your physicality then if you don't fit sort of that swagger that society has stereotyped us to be that you got to get rid of that fast. That's not right. Now I'm not saying that black men should be not masculine. I'm not saying that we need to be soft to the point that we're acting feminine because I do have some problems with that because you look at the society today where black men, our masculinity has been being attacked by this feminine um, narrative in our movies uh, television programs in our society and the way you can destroy a society particularly the way you can destroy a people is through we know that black men are, provide the ability to impregnate women to create new generations well if you simply have everyone grow up and um, you have young men who grow up and they're effeminate and they want to be with people of the same sex uh, that can actually hurt a, uh, community because it is men and women that reproduce uh, you can accept some that are religious will say that was what God intended you have a woman you have a man and that is uh, the reality for those of us who believe in the heterosexual lifestyle as I do now as I said these things are often deemed too soft. Okay, it's not to say that the tide isn't shifting for black men, but black, back in 2016, musical kid Cuddy openly talked about his depression on his social media account. Following this revelation, the internet made it a point to talk about black men's mental health with the hashtag you good men. The hashtag you good no. The hashtag is the hashtag is you good man. This movement was designed to help encourage black men to talk more about mental health issues together and to serve as a one to serve one another as one another's keeper. I am my brother's keeper. It was the movement, moving, moving, movement and pop culture history to witness. So Keon, um, let me go into this area here. It talks about, uh, um, you know, Khan West. Kanye Kanye West, you remember, Kanye West has had some issues, and I I actually believe personally that Kanye West has been behaving the way he's been behaving because I think the brother has been has not been the same since his mother passed away. He's gotten success quite fat. Success has come at him very fast. Um, you just never know um, what people are asked to do to live that celebrity life, what sacrifices they have to make, what um, you know allegiance they have to commit to but Kanye West um, you know whether you love him or you don't love him uh, I personally believe that the brother has some issues Um, uh, Kanye West has been more open in recent years about his mental health issues Uh, we talked about, no, we already know about that Uh, I think in Washington D.C. the brother jumped on a a table at the Apple store, I remember when he was in Sacramento he performed uh, a big time concert sung one song and disappeared So, um, you know, mental health and depression can manifest itself in many, in many ways. You just don't know how people are going to behave and how people adjust. There's a thing called temperament and everyone has a different temperament and based on your temperament, it will represent how much you can take, how much stress you can take, how much you can take someone talking to you, how much you can take adversity in your life and how you deal with it. It's about your behavior. How do you deal with adversity in your life? Some people turn to drugs, alcohol. Some people turn to other things, maybe more positive ways to deal with the stress of that than others. Now, there are barriers to seeking help. Unrealistic unrealistic expectations based on gender and race often keep many black men and other men of color out of therapy. Stereotypes is men don't ever like to ask for directions or help. You can imagine how hard it is to say to another person, especially when you are a man, because as men, we're taught, you're you're supposed to be strong, you're supposed to be a leader, To, to say to another person out loud, I need help. I need some help. I need help. Information is power. It's very challenging. It is a problem we experience. In order for black men to get help, they must open up enough to let someone know that they need help. Now I was talking to my man Moses Jenkins full circle when we found we were talking about uh, what happened to John Singleton having a stroke and passing away and one of the things I kept saying is again that as black men we die silently because we never ask for help. We don't get out and reach out for that help like we should and therefore we die silently in bad circumstances that do not bode well for us. And We keep things in too much. And we were when I was talking to the brothers. we were talking about like physical health, getting a checkup, getting a prostate checked up, going to dentist, all these various things that we as black men need to do. John Singleton died at around what I think the brother was 52 years old. The brother was not that much older than me. I'm 49 now. And when you get into your 50s as a man, that's when you're at the most risk for heart disease, hypertension. You really need to concern ourselves. We need to really concern ourselves about our mental health, our physical health, proper exercise, proper diet. Take time away for yourself. Sometimes you just got to get away. Okay? Sometimes you you just have to get away. So black men need to get help. Must open up to let someone know that they need help, as I said before. But in order to open up and ask for help as black men we have to crack the cool facade you know I'm cool I'm too cool for this I'm too cool for that we got to crack through that facade that bell hook talk that talks about so bell hook is that author that talks about the masculinity how we have to break through our, ma- our facade that we're tough we're too tough for this we're too tough for that that's the author bell hook and Once again, the book he wrote was Real Cool Black Men and Masculinity. So let me get...
0: Information
1: is power. Yes, information is power. So let me continue. Now, there are also great distractions. I must bring this up. Distractions of medical providers by black communities, especially among African-American men. Historically, black bodies have been used as abuse and abused by science in order to make scientific discoveries. Like I said before, you had the Tuskegee experiment. This is why uh, black men, I believe, have some fear of the medical establishment. Think of the Tuskegee syphilis experiment, which I mentioned before where African-American men were left untreated to study the progress of the disease. Black women have been subjects to this kind of treatment too. It is a historical experiment, historical experiences like these that have created a deep cultural issue that black men must be aware of and overcome to allow someone into their heart and minds. And let's face it, black men, let's face it, that in the movie Get Out, the movie Get Out, now the article is talking about how the movie Get Out didn't really help matters. However, the fear of being set into, because you know, in the movie Get Out, they were snatching black people up doing experiments on us, right? Now, it says, however, the fear of being sent into a sunken place by a racist psychologist in a thriller is not the, <laughs> that's what that was. Uh, when you look at the movie Get Out. The path forward for men, mental health. Okay, let me look at this for it a path. As we enter men's mental health, It's important for us to make the steps back and honor the mental and emotional health of others as men and invest in helping unpack the issues that we deal with as men, influences, toxic influences. Now, I don't like the word toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity, I don't like that term. But all I can simply say is, most importantly, we need to just get a grip on our health, our mental health, and because black men, as I said earlier in this presentation, are increasing in our engagement in suicidal behavior and suicide in general. I didn't know this, but according to the article I'm looking at, too, uh, there is a men's mental health month where they look at it. So just keep in mind, there is a men's mental health month. And we have to I'm going to leave it right there, but we need to take care of ourselves um, let me play something from Mario Van as He was talking about the great late, uh, John Singleton being a father. Uh, he talked about John Singleton was looking to be his best self, uh, to live life. And, uh, let me play this for you folks.
0: There's so many elements that I think can be stressful, that I think a lot of how we age is how we process stress. And in fact, it's interesting because towards the last couple of times I saw him, he was starting to say, I've got to find time to find time for me, you know, to, to live my best life and to find time to... To look back and process Information all this and say, "Man, we," you know, my dad always said it to My dad said we tend to focus so much on the future. Every now and then, you got to stop and really enjoy today. Having said that, I don't know the details of his situation.
1: Right there, that was an important point
0: that one Mar- Mario
1: Van People's Mario Van People's spoke of. That you got to learn to live for today, although the future is important. But if you don't stop and smell the roses now, live for the day, really live your best life now, uh, you may not have a future because if your health is not intact mentally or physically, you won't be around to live, to enjoy the fruits of your labor, and to enjoy your grandchildren, your children. And you won't be able to live your best life when you cut your life short through poor choices and getting your health examined. You know, get your examinations. Um, If you're feeling depressed, distressed, talk to someone, reach out. Most men die in silence because we don't reach out. We don't talk to people about what we're going through. We live in a society where we've been culturally conditioned to, this is how you are to be a man. That is, you be silent. You suck it up. You're tough. You're strong. Anything that has to do with emotions is seen as weakness in you as a man. And when you grow up as a man learning that, you you want to stay in line with that. It becomes part of the culture and part of the code of manhood just to suck things up. You see it on the football field when you have uh, what you call concussions, a lot of men will go back out there and play and suck it up even though they're injured and they're mangled up. When you look at a lot of the ex-football players, a lot of them are mangled up with different injuries because what did they do? They suck it up uh, as gladiators on the field, and as gladiators, as men. Men... And black men, there's not a lot of studies, like I said, on our mental health. We need to have more conversations about our mental health. We need to have more forums. Um, I, as a YouTuber and now a podcaster here, um, I do my best to try to, like, address these kind of issues. And I want to continue addressing these issues. That's why I'm doing this podcast right now. And I want to thank everybody out there who may be listening.
0: If you are listening to Information Man, please make sure to subscribe to his channel.
1: Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule uh, to listen to my podcast. Um, this may, I, I'm thinking about putting this on my YouTube channel. Now, those of you that are listening to this, if I did put it on my YouTube channel, thank you for listening to this broadcast. But I want to thank everybody out there. Um, if you are a young lady... You have a husband, a boyfriend Please share this podcast With your husband Your significant other Uh, Please let them listen to this Please ladies, you Listen to this as well Because let's be honest uh, Women do have A strong influence Over men They do have a strong influence Because a lot of times as men We do want to make you happy Although a lot of times as men, we do need to focus on ourselves and be the best that we can be, build ourselves physically, spiritually, mentally, get ourselves together. Um, I think being alpha males or being masculine men is more than just how big our muscles are or how tough we think we can be or how, how smooth we think we can be with ladies. But I think it's about being grounded in who you are as a man, being confident about yourself, being comfortable in your own skin. And I find that to be very important. I hope that this podcast can be uh, useful to anyone that may uh, listen to this podcast. Thank you. Uh, Once again, this is the Information Man. And with that said, I hope all are well. You
0: are listening to Information Man. Please make sure to subscribe to his channel.
1: Black men's health is important, is necessary. Black man, your health. You've only got one life, one body. Make the best of it.
0: Tell the truth.
1: Information is
0: power. It's interesting because towards the last couple times I saw him, he was starting to say, I've got to find time to find time for me, you know, to to live my best life and to find time to to look back and process all this and say, man, we You know, my dad always said it, too. My dad said, we tend to focus so much on the future. Every now and then, you got to stop and really enjoy today. Having said that, I don't know the details.